0: One of my favorite verses in the Bible would be 3rd John 1 verse 2, which says, Beloved, I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I think one of the reasons it means so much to me is that it explains the idea of God for our lives, how he doesn't just want us to prosper financially and on this earth. He doesn't just want us to enjoy good health. But he believes that there is, another, there is another sense of prosperity that a human being should have. And that is prosperity in your soul. And honestly, I believe that it has been greatly undermined in our day and age. But I believe that prosperity of one's soul is extremely important. And it is very important to God. God desires that you enjoy prosperity, life, healing, freedom, and rest in your soul. Hi, my name is Fever and this is the first episode of my podcast with Love Wura. I'm going to begin this with a little introduction because, you know, I feel like you should know a little about the person that you're listening to right now. So I'm going to use the first few minutes of this podcast to introduce myself to you and let you know who I am, at least a little bit of that. Okay, okay. so like I said earlier, my name is Fever And I'm sure you're wondering, oh, if her name is Favourite, then why is the name of the podcast with love, Wura? Well, Wura is also my name. It's a name that has caught on. (laughs) I didn't expect it to, but it did. It was not given to me by my family or anything. You wouldn't even find it in my birth certificate. And (laughs) it's not a name that was given to me by anyone in my family. It was given to me by a very good friend who has gone to be with the Lord. And... It means a lot to me because um a little backstory. So I love the color gold a lot. I know it's a weird thing to like, but I really love gold, right? So I was crazy about gold. I would have gold, golden dresses, shoes. I still have a golden shoe, but I really love the color gold. And because of that, a friend of mine, that friend of mine who is very dear to my heart, who is a very huge part of my life story and my spiritual growth, right, he started calling me Wura, which is a Yoruba name that means gold, okay, and he used to call me and then ideally he would call me Adewura. when you know in serious cases he would call me Adewura, which is a Yoruba name fully it's a royal name which means golden crown or crown of gold and I think another thing that made me fall in love with that name is the is one of my favorite verses of scripture again (laughs) would be Isaiah chapter 62 I'm thinking verse 2 in fact the whole of Isaiah chapter 62 pretty much has my heart but I think it's verse 2 where it said um that he has made us a crown of splendor in his hands and we are and I am a royal diadem in the hand of God. And it just made sense to me at the time. Like, okay, okay, Crown of Splendor, Golden Crown. I like that. So I really held on to the name. And ever since he he left, it's it just caught on in a weird way. <laughs> um, very close friends of mine call me Wura. And yeah, so that is a little about me. I am a Nigerian. I am a Yoruba girl from Ekiti state. Yes. Born and bred in Abuja. I was born and raised in Abuja. Um unfortunately, I'm one of those people who say they've never really been to their native town. So I really don't know much about my, I don't a little but not enough. I hope to know more with time about where I'm from and you know visits my hometown which is Ikiti Ekiti. Yeah. So um i'm from a family of four including which includes my mom and my two sisters so we're four i am the last born of three girls yes so yeah i'm i'm one of those people the the age gap between me and my immediate older sister is 12 years yes so i was pretty much told that i came by mistake as a child but you know you know I'm learning, I'm learning that that is not the truth of my life, do you get? So, that's just by the way. I think that's a little about me. Um, What else do I have to say about myself? I don't think there's much to say. I think this is all that you need to know about me for now. As time goes on, you will get to know more about me and about, you know, what this is about. But let me just tell you a little about my passion for souls. Now, I have had a passion for souls not just to be one but to be healed for a very long time now and it has been a strong passion for me I believe that God created me just to love I know it's crazy because everyone says that once in a while like oh I want to love people but genuinely I strongly believe that God created me to love people and to love them to a fault I don't... I'm learning how to do it. I won't lie to you. It's not something that I, you know, really learned early. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's difficult. It's difficult. And it's not because people are so bad. It's because um, loving people the way God would love them means abandoning yourself. And that has been a difficult journey for me. For someone who has loved attention right from when she was a kid, trying to abandon myself has been difficult but God is teaching me and I am so grateful to him for that you know being patient with me and everything so I have a passion for souls I want people to walk in the fullness of everything that God has given them I, I believe that dysfunctional families are raised by dysfunctional people and if we can fix that dysfunction in each and every one of us then we won't have dysfunctional children anymore and then you know inevitably have a dysfunctional world. I believe that people should care for their souls. I believe your soul should be catered to and I want to be the one by the help of God to help cater to your soul in any way that I can right. So this is a little way that I share my healing journey with you. I'm someone who has been deeply wounded in her soul, yes, I have been through a lot of things um, abandonment, rejection, disappointment, a lot of other things that you know I think with time, I will share it with you so if you feel like your soul is wounded then you are in the right place you're here you're listening to me you're listening to the right person because we are together and there's a beautiful thing about sharing your journey with people you realize that you're not alone anymore and when you realize that your situation is not very common it helps you to um basically embrace healing and coming out of that situation and it's it's a beautiful thing, right? So I want to be here to let you know that I've been there. I may not have been there and I may not have been through exactly what you're going through. But I can tell you that with the help of God, I'm here to share my experiences with you and how God has helped me to heal so far. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not there yet. But I am getting there. And we are all going to get there together. So... How do you know your soul is wounded? You can relate to what I'm saying. That's how you know. (laughs) There's so many ways to know that a person's soul is wounded. Um, A wounded soul is a broken heart. You know, if you've been through heartbreak, betrayal, loss of a loved one, and you know in your heart of hearts you haven't gotten over it, then listen to me. Your soul is wounded. A wounded soul can... I think one of the greatest ways that I have seen and I have detected wounded souls, is the lack of vulnerability. I just know. And so if you find it very difficult to be vulnerable with anyone at all, then you best believe that your soul is wounded. And that's not a problem. You know why? Because we have a healer. So no matter how wounded you think you are, there is a God whose love can heal you. Trust me. So I'm going to use this first episode to just begin something called dear little me, where it all began. And I'm going to tell you how I began my journey of healing. Now, um, it started with something crazy. It started with me and God having this conversation, right? And I started wondering, this was a season in my life where God was revealing me to me. And I mean, I started seeing myself forever everything. The jealousy in my heart, the anger, how easily irritated I could get. So many things about me that I knew this is not what God wants for me. And when I started seeing it, I started trying to fix everything. Like, okay, favor, don't be jealous anymore. Don't be jealous of other people. Don't be so insecure. Don't be so um angry all the time. Don't crave attention all the time. Come on, try this. Time. And I go to the Holy Spirit for help because I'm like, listen, I'm trying, but I still find myself getting jealous. I still find myself getting angry unnecessarily. I still find myself putting myself down all the time. What am I supposed to do? Why do I find it so hard to be vulnerable with people, to share my issues with people? What is wrong with me? Why do I find it so difficult to, you know, bond with people? Why am I so, why do I easily detach myself? And why am I always so isolated? I started asking these questions. And what the Holy Spirit told me at the time was this. There is always a root. He said, Favor, you are fighting the symptoms, but there is something deeper. And he started to take me back in time. And I started to understand why I got so jealous, why I was so competitive. And I remember, and I'm going to tell you what caused it. Yes, I'm going to share the story with you. So it was one time, it was a very maybe i would say small you know it was something that happened to me back then in i think my grade yeah my gs1 grade 7 that's what yeah yes so i remember i was with a well i was with my classmates then who was also a friend of mine apparently And he was talking to me. And there was this girl in my class who was also a good friend of mine, but we were very cool, always hanging out, you know, like that. And I remember this boy walked up to me one day and legit said to my face, he was like, "Fever, do you know you'd be better off if you were more like this girl? I never realized how much those words, like, hurt me until I found myself, like, throughout high school. I'm not even joking. Throughout my high school. I found myself trying to be like somebody who even she already left and I was still trying to be like her because of one thing he said it affected me completely another thing that caused me to be extremely competitive was growing up in school I did not struggle with my academics so I was one of those children who people would say they were gifted I always used to like I was always getting at least... I was part of the first three all the time. Most times, first position. So that puts me in a fix, right? Because now my mom has high expectations of me. You always have to take first. Because of that, I always used to see everyone as an enemy. I remember resuming my GS1 in my school again. And I had new mates because I left for a while and came back. And I had new classmates. And there's this boy that was the shining star of the school. And I'm like, okay. I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, favor what are his weaknesses academically. Like, I wanted to know what it was at the time. I didn't realize how competitive I was until everybody seemed like a threat to me. Everybody, like, gosh. It it affected my relationships back then. And this is just one backstory. This is one little thing that caused so much pain for me, you know. And this is why we need to do this exercise. We need to take time back. Yes, you need to take step back and actually remember where did it all begin you weren't always this angry you weren't always this timid you weren't always this scared of people you weren't always this jealous you weren't always this insecure something happened along the line and when you find out what happened it brings you to a point of peace with yourself because now you know where it all went wrong So, we're going to begin this with asking, I'm going to begin this with asking you this question. Where did it all go wrong? What happened? And maybe some memories are coming right now. You don't have to be scared. I'm going to say this to you because, and I'm probably going to be saying this every episode, God is willing to heal you. God is not angry with you. And if you feel it is not important to go back in time and actually remember, I'm going to tell you this. God is timeless. God works in a timeless zone. This means that even if it was something that happened to you 10, 20 years ago, as long as you are still hurt, God is still feeling that pain. Just like it happened just this season, just this moment. That is how intentional he is about you. That's how much he cares for you. He cares for you so much So much so, right, that he still feels your pain. It may have happened to you. In fact, even the person that did it to you may have forgotten. You even feel like you have forgotten. But I promise you, I promise you, God hasn't forgotten. You know why? Because he still sees those tears. He still sees your pain. And he's still moved. The Bible says in Psalm 147 verse 3, that God is that what He will heal your soul. He will bring rest to your soul. And this is what God wants to do in your life. He wants to heal the brokenhearted. The Bible says in that same one, verse 7, verse 3, that he heals the brokenhearted. I beg your pardon. And if your heart is broken, then you have to know. You need to know now. I think this needs to sink in. One, God is not angry with you. He sees you as his royal diadem and a crown of splendor in his hands and he wants to heal your soul he wants to help you to get better okay so don't be so mad at yourself don't be so upset with yourself anymore be vulnerable enough if you cannot be vulnerable with people that's fine but you can definitely be vulnerable with god He is right there listening to you closer than your skin so you don't have to feel ashamed The day in my life that I had to write down everything that I remember that was done to me. I remember crying so much that day. I cried because it was difficult to be that vulnerable. But I also cried because... (laughs) I started to see with the, the, how deep God's love is and how much he still cares for me. Even at times that I saw myself as the most broken and messed up person in the world, God still saw something in me and said, I'm going to use her. <laughs> he said, I'm going to use her like that. And he's like, and I'm like, God, I remember when I came to, and maybe this is a word for someone that needs it. I, I, I used to deal with a lot. I, I still struggle with this low self-esteem like I find it difficult to tell myself I can do things especially when someone like God is like oh he wants to use me do you know how many times I've put myself aside I'm like ah I'm not good enough for this I, I can't do this when I wanted to start this podcast I told myself again favor you you know what do you want to tell people what do you really have to say to anybody that can benefit them and I remember God saying something he said even if you are broken I will still fix you and use you so why not allow me and that is a word for someone There's a song I love by Jamie Grace. I think I'm going to be recommending songs because songs have helped me in this healing journey, guys. It's a song by Jamie Grace. um, Heaven. It's a beautiful song. It says, Even though I'm broken, I'm in your hands. And it just helped me you know understand that in my broken state i am still useful to god so as you begin this journey of healing and you take your time to we're still going to do a part two of this because we are running out of time so i'm going to delve deeper into this and we're going to discuss you know going back in time and asking yourself where it all started how did it all get up like this like you didn't just become like this in one day you were not born this way something happened something triggered it something was said something was done you know and it affected you. If you find yourself lying too much, maybe you were raised by extremely strict parents and now you got so used to lying, you can't even stop. It's fine. The beautiful thing is we have God and he is a healer and he is willing to heal you. It's one thing to be able to heal someone and not want to do it, but God is not just able to heal you. He is willing to heal you. So find comfort, my friend. Find comfort. Find comfort. And I want you to know something. Healing doesn't happen in a day. So what am I trying to say? You will not feel healed in one day. You may not feel it. Healing is a journey. So enjoy it. Okay? There is no time limit to healing. Enjoy this journey with the Holy Spirit. Allow him hold your hand. And you will never have to walk alone. Not on this path. So as we begin this journey, we are going to do this together. We are going to go through this together. But I want you to take some time back and write it down we're going to be doing a lot of journaling (laughs) so i want you to write it down ask yourself where did it all begin for me how did i become like this and when you have asked yourself that question you can write it down what happened what was done to you and who did it to you we're going to go on a journey and you know really delve deeper into this but because this is the first episode i thought to do a little introduction and make you understand a little about this a few things you need to take away though God is intentional about your healing God cares about you and you will never heal until you are ready to acknowledge that you need healing that is one of the first steps for healing in fact if not the very the very first like is at the top the reason you are here is that you acknowledge that you need to be healed so you have to be ready to acknowledge that you need healing and it's not a bad thing trust me we all do we all do if you have lived with people if you have worked with people then you need it (laughs) because people can be people things can be said and can be done and they can affect a person you know so look at me look at how one little innocent statement from a an 11 year old boy affected me so like it was in university that i realized that that statement affected me i started i even had I used to struggle with imposter syndrome for a very long time. I'm not even joking. I feel like I still struggle with it sometimes. (laughs) But you know, God is helping me. God is helping us. And I am not so scared of my struggles anymore because I know that I'm not alone anymore. I'm not trying to fight these battles on my own anymore. And I want you to know you are not alone anymore. There is a God who is ready to heal you. Who feels your pain. The Bible says he is touched by our infirmities. He can empathize with you. That is how much he loves you. Imagine a God who cries when you cry, who is hurt when you are hurt. So as, as for as long as your soul is wounded, God is feeling the pain. For as long as you are suffering, God is feeling it. And he's saying, my child, I don't want you to live this way anymore. I want you to live in the fullness. I want you to enjoy everything that I have given to you. I want you to enjoy prosperity in your soul and to walk free so that you can go out there and heal the world. And I strongly believe that God is going to use this platform to do mighty things in your life. I love you so much. We're just going to say a word of prayer before we close today's session and then begin, you know, and get ready for the next episode. I really hope to see you next time, though. So um, please bear with me. This is my first time doing this on my second because I did a trailer episode. But anyway, so, um, Father, I thank you for whoever this person is listening to me. I thank you. Because I know, I know that even though I do not know them personally, I can't see them. You do. You are a God who sees us individually, not as a crowd. I thank you because your love can heal. I thank you because I know that you will use me as a system for soul healing. And you will touch the parts of this person's life that, that have been hurt, that have been weakened. And I know, God, that you are about to begin something amazing in the life of this person listening to me. Thank you so much, God, for holding our hands, for walking us through life. I love you, Father, and I sincerely love the person who is listening to me right now because I know that is what you have called me to do. I pray that you help them in their endeavors as they begin this journey. I pray that you help them. I love you so much, God. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' glorious name I've prayed. Amen so please join me and please feel free to send prayer requests to talk to me about anything i'm always here you know so whatever questions you have whatever it is you want to know please feel free to connect with me um the name of we have an instagram account with love underscore rura so feel free to you know engage and talk to me i'm always here for you and even if i'm not God is always there for you and he will definitely see you through in this journey of healing. I love you so much and please tune in this same time, 9pm next week, Thursday. We're going to be discussing something new and I'll let you know before then. Thank you so much for your time. I love you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening and bye.